There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Part Date. You might be sat on a sweaty train or in a crumbling Victorian hovel, but for the next insert number of minutes, please, we'll be taking you back to nature. Because in each episode, we'll rip up the podcast rulebook and kidnap, well, lead, a different guest to their favourite local park. And there, we'll talk about the things that they like to do. So pack a picnic blanket. Try saying that after a few Proseccos. Our guarantee to you, lucky listener, is that this episode will contain one or more of the following. Ice cream, swings, grass, dog walkers, drunks, canoodling couples, a possible mugging, and fun in the sun, unless it rains. So join me, Christopher Beanland, yes, that is my real name, and a special guest as we try to create the perfect park date. Clitold Park, North London, I could write a novel about all the things that have happened to me here. Um, but this isn't about books, this is about talking. This is Park Date, a brand new podcast presented by me, Christopher Beanland. I'm a writer and um, I'm going to be talking to different people in different parks. That's basically it. Every episode different place, different person, Uh, we're going to be talking about life and there's going to be a lot of laughs as well. Um, We're going to start off this new podcast by talking to Kate Wills. Kate is a writer and journalist, you can read her column in Fabulous Magazine every weekend and you can buy her book, A Trip of One's Own which talks about female solo travellers and um, is also a memoir of Kate's life on the road. I urge you to buy it and read it. Me and Kate hung out in the middle of Hackney uh, in three different parks. Uh, St Thomas Square Gardens, St Thomas Burial Ground... And because St. Thomas was such a show-off, his recreation ground as well. 
Um, if you like what you hear, review us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts um, and follow us on social media. Park Date Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And the website is parkdate.co.uk. And uh, at the end of every episode, there'll be um, funny stuff happening as well. So keep listening. And let's crack on with the first episode of Park Date with me and Kate Wells. Welcome to St. Thomas's Square. We had to look up the name of it uh, to be sure about where we were. But this is a very secret park. We're in the middle of Hackney, but it's a, it's a secret park. And my guest today hasn't even been, hasn't even been there before. I it's Kate, Kate Wills. What do you think to um, St. Thomas's Square? Well, I love it. It's, it's intriguing, isn't yeah. it? That it's, that it's so hidden away right, right off of um, Mare Street. Mare Street. I just had to check that as well. Yeah, we're, um, we're right a couple where of... Where are we? We've been there? basically spent <laughs> half an hour discussing our professionalism. Mm. Um, but we are actually, we are actually both Always pros, yeah. Always just, pros. We have our own style. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just need to have that, like, quite, quite kind of relaxed style... Putting, putting people at their ease. You say relaxed, I say car crash. <laughs> car crash, that's what I was saying. And um, when, I, when, when Kate uh, first saw this quite bizarre little microphone thing that I'm using for these podcasts, your reaction was, what did you say? Just it looked, like a puppet of an old it man. looks like a puppet of an old man. But I feel like that people need to see that for that to be funny. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to put a photo yeah, up. Yeah, um, on the notes. But it is, I mean... It's it's got this kind of like grey, yeah. like hair thing, which actually stops the wind uh, wind noise. Is that what it's for? That's what it's for. But it does mm. it does kind of look like an old um, a little grey grey mop, little wizard. We we'll have to give him a name. Yeah. <laughs> the name of the wizardry. I don't want to know being. about your names for your appendages, <laughs> being man. You can keep that to yourself. We'll talk about that after. Uh, okay, let's go for we'll go for a little stroll. Um, around this square it's, this is a bit retro there's like these kind of round flower bed things yeah which you used and, to used to get in the olden times it, it does feel like that and there's like a nice tree that's sort of been sculpted yeah do you topiary is that what you call that to- topiary yeah topiary? that's a right? weird word it is a weird word <laughs> do you know about trees Kate do you know what kind of trees these are I wish I did I had absolutely zero knowledge yeah. of plants and trees Having <laughs> grown up in suburbia, in, yeah, it was in Kent, wasn't it? Uh, it was actually. It was yeah, Surbiton. Suburbiton. Suburbiton. Hold on, that's so, southwest, isn't it? Yeah. Right. That's like yeah, zone six. Yeah. So um, yeah, no knowledge of the natural world, but that's why parks are so great. That's why they're so good. Doesn't, even isn't it? city folk like us can <laughs> interact with nature. <laughs> even though we don't know what what the hell any of this <laughs> stuff is. <laughs> I know this stuff. It's like short, it's the short green stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know what that is. Um, but I've, I got more into I got more into um, house house plants. Um, I thought they were showing us um, <laughs> in, in lockdown. I started growing house plants. You and every other hipster. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite predictable, wasn't it? 
But I was just sat in the flat. What was, I, I needed something to talk to. I was talking to the... Were you talking, talking to, to the talk, Talking to the Calathea, yeah, exactly. Yeah, How are you doing? Have you had a Prince nice day? Does, <laughs> does he do that? Apparently it makes them grow better, yeah. Really? Well, how is are it, yours looking? They look, very, they look very good, yeah. But I'm, now I'm a bit worried. Am I going to become like Prince Charles if I... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what happens that's if you talk... That's the natural next step for yeah. you, I think. Just talk to plants, you, be, you become like that. Um, <laughs> What was your uh, what was your local park in Surbiton? Do you remember? Did you used to I hang mean, out at? A, I don't think there, e- no there even was one. You know, like mm. there was a there were a few sort of patches of scrubland where yeah. people would kind of walk their dogs. Not yeah. dissimilar to this that we're approaching <laughs> like now. This um, but I mean, I suppose the the closest big park would be Richmond Park. Oh, Richmond Park is fancy. It's very posh. Oh my yeah. god, we should have done the chat there. It's, it's like being out in the countryside, isn't it? Yeah, it is. There's deer frolicking. It's, it's idyllic. They do frolic. Right, I've brought you to St Thomas's long burial ground. <laughs> it is long. It's very, very long. Um, so, this, I think this is like a graveyard or something, um, but this oh. is like the next part of the of the secret park. It's like some kind of Charles Dickens world, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, wow, it is. And these, these houses are actually mm. kind of beautiful as well, just like flanking this this park. Flanking is a great mm. word. I like that. <laughs> they are flanking the park in a very, uh, very oh, sort yeah. of uh, God, historic... I've never been down here before. It's kind of nice because you've got these Victorian terraces on mm. one side and then you've got like a big estate on the other yeah. so it's kind of the two two sides of Hackney exactly that's London isn't it you have these old old yeah. parts and new parts and then yeah a park with um, people uh, drinking yes which is always yeah. always <laughs> always fine no that. park is complete without no. that exactly normally it's me but today no <laughs> what's your favourite park drink <laughs> Bacardi well, good question it did used to be a blue wicked but, oh my god, those things um, are so sweet. I've probably moved on from that now. Yeah. I quite like a thermos or something hot, like a mulled mm. cider. Right. That would be a good part to right. me because I feel like it's always cold yeah. and I'm never wearing appropriate clothes. <laughs> In fact, now I'm actually freezing. Are you cold? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Kate's looking very cool. Literally cool because I'm freezing. Because you're, you're freezing. You always, yeah. you always look very cool, but um, yeah, you had, to do, uh, did you have to do a shoot for the podcast that you were on. Well, Earlier. it wasn't really a shoot, but they, they filmed it. They filmed and I've it, been so caught to... out like that before, mm. where I thought I'm just doing a podcast, so I'll literally turn up looking like bed. death. Yeah. Like, I've just been dug yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, by the way, we're filming it for our, for our audience. And you're like, oh. oh no. So, yeah, um, so yeah I, did, I did make an effort for this one in case yeah. you sprang it on me. Look at that house there. That's amazing. 1903. It's really beautiful. Yeah, that's really cool, isn't it? I'd live there. That looks like something from a storybook. It does, doesn't it? That's how a kid how a kid draws a house with like a yeah. like sort of red all, all that ivy or whatever. Yeah, that exactly. Is around. Like, exactly. And there's some bluebells there. Bluebells. You're painting such a good picture. Yeah, I'm just. You trying could be to, like my co-host. No, I'm trying to take people on a journey on a with sonic, my words. Sonic journey. And look at these. What is this? A tomb, exactly. This is what's great about parks. You can have these like exploration, uh, explorations, can't you? I mean, it's kind of random. I guess maybe back in the day there were more of these, and now Mm. there's only two kind of raised tombs out the ground. That's amazing. It's cool, isn't it? It's cool, and it's good that they uh, kept it rather than like building 
yeah. uh, building a house on it or something. Yeah, wow. It's like a little cemetery. I loved all this stuff when I was a kid. I remember we had, uh, where I lived, there was like an old church and you could kind of go in the graveyard and go in the woods. Yeah, Did you like to climb to trees? No all that sort of stuff. I loved, I loved climbing a tree. I can imagine you doing that, Chris. <laughs> Um, but cemeteries are, are cool as well. I don't know yeah. if they kind of come into the parks. Yeah, I think we can allow them. I think we can allow them. But the one in Stoke Newington's really good, isn't and it? And the Nunhead Cemetery is amazing. Have you been there? No. Where's oh, that? that's in South London, mm-hmm. kind of Nunhead near Peckham, and you yeah. can actually see St Paul's and loads of the city from this viewing point there. Right. Um, I think it might be like one of the biggest cemeteries, and mm. it's definitely one of the magnificent seven. You know, you've got those mm. seven great cemeteries in London. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. Um, you've obviously, as a, as a, you know, with your travel, travel writing hat on, you've been around the world and seen a lot of places. Have you seen, <laughs> seen any kind of cool parks in other uh, cities around the world that you've enjoyed? I mean, we, both, we were talking about, question. we both love New York, don't well, we? Well, yeah, I was going to say Central Park is the classic. Exactly, yeah. Um, that, is, that is an interesting one, actually, mm. Central Park. I feel like um, no one actually does parks as well as the UK, I have mm. to say. Mm. Um, other cities with parks, I'm trying to think. Um, I've been to some cool sculpture gardens and parks like that. Ah. Um, I went to a cool one of those in Stockholm. Mm. Um, Yorkshire Sculpture Park. And then there are, yes, that is mm. good. And then there are like some amazing kind of, like I'm thinking of those trees in Singapore what's that called mm. do you know that's like right yeah, on the bay yeah gardens Garden, by the bay gardens yeah. by the bay um and then apparently Russia has some incredible parks mm. too that have got like um apparently there's one in St Petersburg that's got all these like um kind of rotting uh like statues and signs it's just become like a kind of graveyard oh, for that all cool. of this like yeah. yeah old propaganda so mm. I'd love to go and see that Maybe yeah. not right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's but, lots. Yeah, head to a park if you're head in a park. new city. I exactly. Think. Let's it's go down. Nice. There's another bit of this park uh, down here. Let's go and let's go and look at this one. Oh. This is St. Thomas's Recreation oh, Ground. St. Thomas, he was busy. He was, a, he was very busy. How many parks do we need? <laughs> there's another ten. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. This is the last one. I can't believe I've never been to any of these. Before. I know it's fun. Well, they are. Oh, pro- look at this. Yeah, isn't this incredible? Everything's oh, like my God. so hidden, so hidden away. That's why you should look at um, look at all the things you can sort of find in your local yeah. local area. What's that weird building thing? I have it's no like, idea. It's kind of got like Tudor beams, mm. but it's like derelict. Yeah, very weird. And more uh, more tombs. Tombs, exactly. Um, probably haunted. Yeah. I wouldn't want to come here at night, I have to say. Like, look in there, it's kind of spooky. Yeah. It's a just... lot of, um, so it's like an abandoned yeah, building this is... with lots of graffiti. Yeah, there's a proper um, Blair Witch Project vibe going on in here, <laughs> isn't there? <laughs> we should definitely yeah. not, not come back here at night. Oh, my God. And so... <laughs> it's so... like Bible verses yeah, written so... on the wall. And quite, yeah, quite um, uh, bizarre uh, graffiti. Yeah, very strange, isn't it? I've not been here before. <laughs> no. Do you hang out here regularly, Chris? Yeah, I come here every day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you wrote this graffiti, didn't you? Yeah, I'm Be actually, honest. I've actually authored it, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, there's so many, so many different types of parks. And one of the things um, that we've 
talked about before about parks was the uh, idea of these uh, female pioneers in parks, which is an interesting one, isn't it? Like the one um, which you wrote about for me, uh, which I've, I've enjoyed seen before is the one in Shoreditch Park which is the yes Dorothy Thurtle Dorothy Thurtle yeah memorial. which I feel like yeah. um parks are really the place to go if you want to find out about cool women because it's often where we seem to stick our sculptures yeah. of of women for some reason you yeah. know they don't get the like big squares or the like mm. important monuments we just get the parks but yeah, Dorothy Fertile was really cool. She was actually the mayor of Shoreditch. I didn't know and, that. Yeah, she was one of the first mm. female mayors in amazing. the in the 1930s, and she did amazing things um, campaigning for uh, women's rights, especially in um, like birth control yeah, and rights, free right. abortion. Um, so yeah, and uh, loads of people don't know about her. Mm. So yeah, she has that little memorial garden. Yeah, the garden and the bench. Um, yeah, dedicated to her, and I think that's. I mean, I I didn't know Dorothy's uh, story, and then I saw that bench when I was in Shoreditch Park, and it made me think, oh, this is you know something that's actually interesting. I didn't yeah, realise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of kind of an interesting one, isn't it? And there yeah. were there are a few others as well that you mentioned to me, weren't you? Yeah, like, there are so many actually. One one really cool one um, that I like is in Tavistock Square. Uh, which is um, Noor Iniat Khan. Mm. She was like one of the first female spies in World War II. And she just had like a really um, amazing life. You know, she was born in Russia, but she was mm. of Indian descent and um, lived in kind of Paris and London. She was like a children's author mm. and a really amazing musician. And then she um, kind of signed up to. To, yeah, work for the war effort and um, ended up being a secret agent in Paris. Um, she basically, uh, she kind of was one of the most important um, figures in World War Two, and uh, yeah, she was just incredible. Yeah, she was incredible, wasn't she? And that was another story that I didn't, uh, I didn't know about until I saw. Her statue. I saw her statue when we were on your book launch oh, yes. tour. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. When we got we got shown um, uh, shown her statue and exactly. told her told her story. And it is it is a fascinating one, isn't it? She was um, really brave yeah. and yeah, amazing. And she's that, that's actually the first um, Muslim woman to get a statue in the UK. The yeah. first and only, in fact. Yeah. She's the only one. Um, but, yeah, her, her life and her bravery is amazing and I can't believe more people haven't heard of her. Yeah, so go to Tavistock Square Gardens and exactly. have a look have a at look. that. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the um, stories that you told in your book, uh, A Trip of One's Own, are yes. also really, really fascinating. I learned about so many women who's stories weren't weren't told so you, your book is kind of about well i don't know why i'm i'm, I'm, mans, I'm mansplaining your, i'm mansplaining, this is what it's all mansplaining about. your own book to you feel free <laughs> um, but yeah it's kind of like pioneering female travelers right and exactly. they, their stories yeah, but. but i kind of started to realize that there were all these women who'd who'd made these journeys kind of through history actually mm. all the way back to the fourth century there was this yeah. nun who was 
travelling around on her own and I just thought that was really cool and when I looked into it more I realised there were loads and yeah. so I started kind of retracing their journeys and taking trips that were inspired by them but even even now when I'm walking around I'll, I'll you know find a plaque or a bench or a statue mm. and it'll be something really cool that I haven't heard about some amazing woman who's done something so groundbreaking yeah. and it's just like a really nice jumping off point I think to discover a bit more about about history yeah and there's there's um yeah so many so many stories that haven't been told have they the, these women yeah. that you talk about did these amazing things and they weren't really recognized so it's good exactly. to good to kind of tell their um tell their stories were there any yeah. particularly that resonated with you oh gosh so many I mean all of them kind of did in some way one one that I was just speaking to someone about earlier was yeah. Nellie Bly do you yes, remember Nellie her Bly. so she yeah. was an American journalist in like the 1890s and she went around the world in 72 days kind of trying to break that Jules Verne record and she was just amazing and then there was um a woman called uh Jean Beret who disguised herself as a man to get on a ship yeah. and and <laughs> traveled all like around South America and kind of brought back all these amazing yeah. plants like bougainvillea and stuff mm. um and yeah just never got any credit for it basically uh so yeah the book is full of these inspiring women who were who were kind of overlooked and have been written out yeah and it's um yeah it's, it's yeah really really important to um hear hear about what they've um, hear about what they've done and were people kind of surprised when you talked uh talked to them about the book that they didn't um they didn't know these stories yeah it's funny like some people have been surprised and then also like since the book's come out i've had lots of people write to me and say oh i can't believe you didn't include x or have yeah. you not heard about y and yeah, so yeah. you know there were actually many many more that i just yeah. couldn't fit in yeah, so yeah. Yeah, you'd be amazed at, um, at yeah how many women were doing cool things, and especially when you put it in perspective, you know, like at at that time for a lot of them, you know, they weren't even allowed to cross London mm. unaccompanied, let alone you know go to the Middle East or wherever they were going. Yeah. So if you kind of put it in the context of the time, it's even even more incredible. It's really important to remember these things, isn't it? How kind of repressed society was how completely repressed women were up until recently obviously we've still still got so far to go on so many so many things but yeah when you look at the fact that you could you could like travel without your husband or something yeah 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 and obviously you know there are still countries where that's the case today very true very um, true yeah it's important to remember that but actually like traveling alone is is an area where I feel that there isn't equality, you know, like anywhere, because, you know, men are so free to do things like hitchhike or camp out alone or just have these freedoms to explore that women are kind of told, like, oh, you know, come on, girls, like, stick together, don't go off on your own. And there's this kind of feminist act in travelling solo. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, that's that. that's a that's a really uh, really interesting point. And you've obviously enjoyed traveling around the world yeah. yourself and yeah. kind of experiencing all those all those things um i have although i feel like i haven't done so much of it lately because of pandemic and having a baby but that brings us nicely on to the other aspect of parks for me which is that uh since becoming a mother i feel like i've spent my life in uh, (laughs) in the park and not even in a bad way because i feel like we all did that in the pandemic right it was like the park was our only kind of place to hang out it's like our entire social life it's like being a teenager again yeah it's like being a teenager again exactly um and one of the things i was thinking of is that you go to the park as the first place that you get taken outside the house right when you're a kid yeah the first place first place that you go is the park and that's like the first place that you learn some kids, kids, right kids now. play kids play around here like right that's, on cue. Yeah, yeah that's what parks are for yeah. you know, it should be a place where everyone can go and go and do that and certainly i remember um yeah having fun on the slides and yeah. all that all that sort of stuff does blake like to uh go to a, oh go to she park? loves the park does i mean victoria it? park is our local park and it's yeah. actually a great one and that's got you know the pavilion and the lake and the and the yeah. ducks and the little pedalos and stuff it's actually a bit like central park in that it is, respect it? but that's yeah. also got the um angela bird at coots fountain another yeah. really pioneering yeah. woman of her time she was like a huge uh, philanthropist in the victorian yeah. era and married her 29 year old secretary when she was 67 which is a story that <laughs> i absolutely love 
go Angela. Yeah, guy better watch out. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm waiting for my like later years when I'm going to have a series of toy boys. And, <laughs> That's what um, you've got. She's my inspiration. She, she's your inspiration. Um, yeah. We we were we we were um, uh, obviously I'm I'm interviewing different people in different parks. And uh, when I, t- I had to break it to Kate that another yeah. another interview had taken place in Victoria Park. No, I got you, gazumped. You were not happy about that at yeah, all. Yeah, that's my park. That's your I park. Feel, and that's the great thing about parks is you do feel really territorial yeah, over them, you and do. you feel this sense of ownership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they're obviously everyone. I mean, what's your park? Like, what would you feel yeah. like is your park? That's a really good question. I think. We're quite near London Fields. I guess I spend quite a lot of time okay. in London Fields because I go, the Lido. I go to the Lido, right? So there's that. Um, I I really like Clissold as well. Mm. Um, but there's I, I guess there's a very scrappy bit of grass um, by my by my house. I think you've ever, ever been to my house, but right next to it, there's this. Um, yeah, just a little bit of grass. I think it was a bombsite, which they've called St. Jude's Gardens. Okay. There's a lot of saints there are. getting there. They get their parks. Yeah, they get, they get their parks. But, yeah, it's a very, very very small little park, and actually that's okay. quite nice just to, um, you know, go, maybe go out and have an ice cream. Yeah. They're you so rock and roll. You treat that like your garden. I treat it like my garden. Yeah. And, actually, when I sunbathe naked there, yeah. people... People sometimes, people sometimes get quite, get a few yeah, quite, you, yeah, yeah, get quite annoyed because I'm just treating, treating it like my garden. Exactly, and so. why not? Why hell not? I like to picture you being learned eating your ice cream in the nude. Everything hanging yeah, out. Yeah, why not? I have to point out that's not actually true. Yeah. Um, don't try that. No, definitely, no, part. definitely, don't, don't try that. Um, <laughs> it's funny though because I, I like, I like the vibe there, but it can sometimes be. I mean, the thing is, a park is a public place, and sometimes people will come mm. and piss mm. in the park, mm. or people will come and do, you know, it is London, people will come and do crack deals yeah. in the park, yeah. and then you have children playing next door, so yeah. it's kind of like, mm. I don't mm. know, maybe you don't get that in Victoria Park so much, is no, that more? No, I think it's getting a bit bit too bougie, but I'm sure is you it? probably do, it's so big, I feel yeah. like there's kind of corners for all sorts going on yeah. in, uh, in parks. I mean, that's why they're great. Yeah. You know, that you do kind of find all, all human life <laughs> in all its, uh, all its glory. Yeah, maybe too much. But yeah, I think <laughs> it's... Um, I mean, we, yeah, we've done a few, a few uh, park walks since, mm. you've, since you've become a mum, whereas maybe in the past it would have been uh, some kind of uh, Prosecco-fueled... Mm. Cocktails uh, co- co- cocktail night, yeah, bar exactly. Bar hopping, whereas exactly. now it's park hopping. Park okay. from bar hopping to park hopping. <laughs> <But> the, <laughs> that's going to be my next memoir. Other, yeah, exactly. <laughs> volume two. Yeah. But no, I guess like it is. You know, you need you need those spaces. I, I imagine, not having kids myself, but I imagine you need to get out of the house. You need to like have oh, some big time. Yeah, the, the park is like your salvation. You know, yeah. it's like it's um, it's so crucial to have those spaces near you where you know you can just let your let your toddler off the leash and they can just run around and yeah, yeah. it's um and just walking as well even when you've got like a little tiny baby like yeah. all you can really do is go for walks so yeah. the fact that you can do it in a nice green space rather than like you know yeah. on a dual carriageway is kind of appreciated yeah yeah do you do like um do you have like sort of cool mum 
mm. groups. Do, mm. you, do you guys all go and hang yeah, out in Victoria Park? I did a bit of that, but obviously because she was born in the pandemic, it was mm. kind of hard to meet. Although the park was our only option. I do remember kind of meeting some new mum friends in like torrential rain in, <laughs> in Victoria Park and sort of standing <laughs> under a tree for some like brief shelter oh no and like we were just like this is this is really kind of quite bleak yeah um <laughs> but you know you're desperate for some human company so yeah which we all were in the pandemic yeah. like we needed we needed people mm. i think it reminded us how important people are in life yes. like yeah. life is nothing without people is it and yeah. it must have been it must be hard because I guess when you're when you're starting a family, you need um, yeah, like support and people people around you, don't you? Yeah, ideally, but also it was kind of nice in a way to just really hunker down and hibernate as a little family. And um, I think I didn't leave the house for like literally six weeks after yeah. giving birth. But um, but then yeah, once I did, it was like little baby steps, and then yeah, you know, a bit further in the park every day and. I must have done so many laps of Victoria Park yeah. by now. They're, they're big laps. I feel yes. like we're doing... We're, we're doing walking. quite small ones. <laughs> it's actually... It's, I'm actually starting to think, is this a bit ridiculous? Yeah. We need to keep walking around in very, very... Like small. It. Do you like it? Yeah. It's kind of weird, isn't it? I'm like, does this feel a bit strange yeah. doing these like, small laps? No, Whereas I like it. Vicky Park is like one it's huge... It's expansive. Yeah, like one lap is kind of enough, isn't it? Well, um, you would know because you took someone else there for the podcast. <laughs> Well, and do you, well, I don't know if I should say, if I should say this, but that has actually we actually had to like um, cancel that oh, one, which makes it even now it, it makes it even worse. I see. Um, I see. But but um, yeah, well, I mean, maybe you could be the you'd be the first person who appears twice, and we'll do. All right. Is it, you don't look happy about yeah. that. <laughs> don't look happy at all. Second choice. Second Victoria choice. Park. Second choice, Sally. No. I mean, I'm happy to discover a new park. Yeah, I also want close to my exactly. Home. I want to bring you to a new. Exactly. Uh, Broaden my horizons. Broaden your horizons. Thanks, Chris. Exactly. What will no I problem. do without you? <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, here's this is a free idea for your next um, next column. Kate, yeah. Kate does a uh, column uh, for Fabulous every week. Um, I do. Which is always, always a good read and always funny, crucially. Um, <laughs> it's the best writing, Aww. as we both agree, is, is funny, uh, funny writing. But have you ever done, a, ever done a column on parks? Maybe you could do, I actually haven't, you that. know. I should. Yeah. Yeah. I should. I mean, lockdown would have been the time yeah. to celebrate parks. But, you know, why not? Yeah. Maybe it's... I'll do it and, and plug your podcast. Yeah, well... <laughs> That sounds and, great. And s- forthcoming book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Available in all good bookshops. <laughs> so I hear. Uh, as is yours as well. Um, and for American, from, for American listeners, it's going to be out very, very soon. Well, I think it'll, it'll be out by the time this uh, podcast is out. And then in paperback in the UK, right? Yeah, so it's in hardback now and then yeah. in paperback in July. Yeah, you yeah. should go and... Just go and write it. Uh, go and buy it. Go and write it. <laughs> write it. You've I've already, already done that. You've yes. already written it. Yeah. Already written it. <laughs> you uh, need to go and write yours. I know. That's the, uh, I know. That's I need. The thing. I know. I need to. I need to um, <laughs> maybe stop. Uh, stop doing all this podcasting lark and go. No. And, go and finish the thing. I've got a contract. Contract to do. Um, um, I, I. You know the thing with podcasts as well is you're kind of like being quite open, aren't you? And I always think that, uh, I'm always kind of admire that in your writing, Kate, how you're very open and um, 
you know, you talk about like things in your life, um, things that have happened to you and stuff. Um, and yeah, in, pod, in you know podcasts, people kind of do that as well. Mm. Do you do you think it's like? I know I find that a bit hard sometimes to kind of talk about myself and like things that have happened how do you how do you feel about that did yes. it take like practice to it's do that it's interesting or? that you mentioned that actually because obviously we're walking side by side mm. and and talking and i think there's been research that has found that that's actually the best formation to get someone to open up mm. is just to walk kind of side by side you're not making mm. eye contact um and and driving as well obviously it's the same formation like you're yeah. sat next to each other and looking ahead um so there's actually a brilliant short film, Runners. I think I was mentioning it to you. You told me about Runners, I think yeah. it's called The Runners, yeah, where someone just um, took a camera and, and interviewed joggers yeah. in Victoria Park and they just really open up to, to the filmmaker about these amazing intimate yeah. stories. Um, but, yeah, when it comes to my writing, I suppose it's something that I've kind of got used to over the yeah. years. And um, for me, it's like... It's second nature now to kind of just be be so open mm. about my personal life. But I forget that obviously other people in my life, like my friends and my family and my partner, maybe might not be so up for having their uh, yeah, deepest, darkest secrets spilled in print for everyone to read. So um, I'm, yeah, sure no one re- I'm sure no one really minds, though, do they? I think they're... Probably everyone just likes. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, you say that. I don't know. I mean, have you, you ever know. had issues? Well, yes, and also I do. I do, I do feel sorry a bit for a guy sometimes when you know my column is about like our sex life, and he's like, yeah, my mum he... reads this magazine. Right. So, how does Kai's mum feel about? Yeah, your, I mean, she. <laughs> <laughs> you and Kai's sex think, life being, yeah. being uh, I mean, yeah. I, I think she, she loves it. I mean, she yeah, says yeah. she's a fan of the column, so, you know, oh, we're all adults, so exactly. I think, uh, think she's used to it. And we, I think we, we live in, like, so much more open times now, don't we? People talk about uh, way, way more, yeah. as they should. Like, who cares about anything? Like, we should be open about mm. stuff. It's good to have dialogue and... You know, for people's mental health as well, it's it's yeah. important to have like that freedom of choice and be be able to uh, be able to talk about stuff, isn't it? But um, yeah, it's, it's quite funny when you think about people's mums yeah. reading stuff. I wonder if anyone's mum, it maybe <laughs> you know doesn't know so much about certain things. They maybe have to like Google like what does this. Oh. What does this this thing mean? Yeah, exactly. What are they? I dread to think. Yeah, I mean, the other thing that's nice about it though is that I found when you do share that stuff, Mm. like, and you are kind of feeling your most vulnerable, that's when it really resonates with people. And I've definitely had people come up to me, you know, when I've written pieces about getting divorced or you know, pieces about um, you know anxieties about not having kids or that kind of thing. Like some really like raw and. Um, kind of personal stuff people have kind of written to me to say oh you know this yeah. this made me feel so much better or like this you know really spoke to me and so when you get feedback like that I suppose you kind of understand why you're yeah. laying it all out there yeah and you should see that as um, uh, proof that what you're doing has a value and that it affects people in a, in a positive way because you know I, I felt that as well I've read about 
things that you've written about about your mum. Uh, my mum's been on a sort of similar journey to that. Mm. Uh, those difficulties with with a mum that's not always talked about, and yeah, yeah, obviously the thing with with your divorce um, and the you know the idea of like breakups and things, which are yeah. probably the most difficult things that we ever have to go through. People talk about grief, no way. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> breakups, divorces, yeah. that's way tougher. They're, they're painful. It's painful, yeah. exactly. And I think um, it's good to kind of read about um, how other people have survived that yeah. and like kind of found a way, uh, found it, found a way through that. And I think. Yeah, that, that bravery is really, really important. And I, I love that people write to you and say that they've been kind of positively affected yeah. by that. That's really nice. It really does, um, yeah, it really does touch me yeah. when I get those messages. And actually, I, I had a cool thing the other day and that someone stopped me and said, are you Kate Bills? And I was like, really? oh my God, I feel totally famous. Was that when you had the wardrobe malfunction? It actually wasn't, <laughs> but it could have been. <laughs> Uh, me and Chris were just talking about an uh, embarrassing skirt yeah. hitched into bag situation that I had. But no, this girl, this girl, the girl, woman, came yeah. up to me and said, um, Yeah, you, Kate Wills, I read your book and I just split up with my boyfriend and now I've booked a trip to Barbados on my own. And I was like, Amazing. That's brilliant. That makes me feel so great. That's incredible. So you've had such an effect on her. She's going to Barbados yeah. by herself. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess she was kind of yeah. also inspired by the women I talk about in the book, you know, yeah. who've done these amazing journeys, as I was inspired by them too. And, um, yeah, I think solo travel is great and everyone should try it. You obviously yeah. travel a lot too yeah. by yourself. Uh, I've Ooh, just, is that a dead um, pigeon? Or? We've just been talking about quite... Uh, oh. Yeah, now, unfortunately, that was a crow uh, eating a pigeon that's not even dead. Oh. Which is, no, that's so sad. Yeah, that's actually not very nice. What uh, happened to it? I don't know. It's the oh. brut- brutality of nature, isn't it? It is. Red in tooth and claw. Indeed. Um, yeah. I feel like we should put it out of its misery. Shall we? Oh, I my God. I don't know with what, though. Not with your little old man <laughs> microphone. Old man. I don't think the old man that's, microphone will help. Oh, no. Uh, that's yeah. so sad. That is, that is pretty horrible. Um, so parks aren't always no. aren't always uh, it's not the bucolic idyll that no. you've been told about kids. not always not always um, oh. uh, well I think we'll, fi- we'll finish in a bit uh, we'll we ignore- can't end on that <laughs> note that's so depressing dead pigeon um, no I prefer to I prefer to end on yeah what that that um, what that woman said to you I think yeah. that's Fantastic and very. Um, yeah, wasn't it? And wasn't it great for the old ego? You must have my loved fr- that. My friend who I was with you was like, "Does that, that happen all the time?" And yeah. I should have started it out and been like, "Yeah, like oh, all the time." It's so annoying. But instead, I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like overjoyed. That's never happened before. Are you Kate Wills? Is a great. Yes. great I mean, well, I was it? scared that it was some like crazy story. Arm of the law. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> I was like, "Oh god, I'm about to get arrested for all my misdeeds." <laughs> they finally caught up with me. What misdeeds would they be? Oh, okay. <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> no worse than yours, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wanted in 50 states. <laughs> it's actually only 49. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't go. I can't go. Uh, yeah. I can ba- basically only go back to Alaska. But yes. um, yeah. anyway. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll round round things off. But um, obviously, yeah, your book is coming out in America. Well, yeah. we'll we'll be out in America by the time this is 
this uh, drops, as I think they say in the pod- yes, podcast world. They do. Paperback, paperback uh, um, coming out in the UK. Yes. And um, are you thinking about like writing any other books or doing any other kind of? Yeah, I'm trying stuff? to kind of work on a novel, but I feel yeah, we talked about that briefly. Yeah, didn't we? I feel like everyone is trying to work on mm. a novel, so I'm just I'm joining joining that 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 crew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it will see. It might just be for fun, um, or it might be, might be something more. I'm sure it'll be brilliant, whatever <laughs> it is. Thank you. Chris. You're a great writer, <laughs> and um, yeah, I look forward to uh, look forward to the the novel and do more of the, um, the trip of one's own podcast as well. I should, good. I should do yeah. another series of that. Um, exactly. Yeah. A professionally produced podcast. <laughs> Unlike about that, like <laughs> I like this one. There were no dead pigeons in that though. No, so, you know, yeah, I was just, I was just it like was lacking that. I was making us avoid that uh, that dead pigeon. Well, um, like, well, no, there's some other pigeons. Oh god, they're, they're like mourning it's it. Abso- they're having a funeral. It's absolutely horrific. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Tragedy is, in St Thomas's Garden. Yeah. That's the headline, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll finish there. Kate Wills, thank you for talking to <laughs> thank me. Thank you, Chris. It's been a pleasure. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Loved Cheers, it. Kate. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Park Date. Um, there's lots more where that came from, and there'll be more in the future as well. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review, um, good or bad, make them funny, I'll be reading out the best ones, and there'll be a prize for the one that makes me laugh the most. Name check some trees in your reviews and leave them wherever you get your podcast from. Check out our website, parkdate.co.uk, and um, if you see me walking around in the park... Come and say hello. I think that was the sound of someone sneezing. Um, Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. On the next episode of Park Date, it's time to chat to Cheryl Werrell, singing sensation and former member of Bushwick Nonette, my frenemy's frenemy. Cheryl tells us, about her new album. Well, yeah, it's the sound of gelato, teen movies, butterfly kisses, and flea markets. And I'm sorry about my slight list because I am wearing a different line. Thank you. And also, we talk to COVID test supremo Orient Gene and ask him how the hell he came up with his awful designs for the boxes of COVID tests. All this and more coming up on the next hilarious instalment of Park Date.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.